Thank you so much for joining me tonight on Esthetician Chat. We're so excited to be talking to esthetician beauty business owners specifically about more education will increase your business. And it's so interesting because I do find that in our beauty industry, most people that I come across kind of have a taboo understanding of education. And I was very unique. I don't know if you've known, if you've ever followed me on YouTube or Instagram and you've listened to how I have um, gotten my education. I was very um, fortunate to go to a beauty school that was really heavily Sedesco um, influence. They actually ran a Sedesco program. So most of my teachers not only taught um, the basics for aesthetics, they also taught the Sedesco program. And majority of them, majority of my teachers were actually trained outside of the United States. So I had Russian teachers, Hungarian, um, and their education in Europe is typically two to three years versus the, you know, hours based off if you go to full-time or part-time um, school. So I had a, a really unique experience in my education because I did have a lot of Sedesco themed based education. I was also introduced to understanding ingredients in a completely different way, um, which afforded me the opportunity to continue my education once I did get my license and I graduated from beauty school, which is why I've really encouraged a lot of estheticians to understand the importance of ingredients and understanding their function in not only the product that you're using, but their functionality in the skin. So when I started understanding that postgraduate education had to be more than just product knowledge, right? So there's really two types of education in our industry. We typically will take an education or product knowledge class based off of a brand in order to understand the products that they have in that brand, and then also how they function in the skin and how they are um, utilized and what that product brand is going to focus on, right? We have some lines that are great with anti-aging, some lines that are great with um, chemical peels. You have other lines that are great for hyperpigmentation, some for rosacea, some for sensitive skin. Those are all product-based education. The type of education I'm speaking about is true education, which is not product-specific. So non-product specific education is very different than product-based education. So I like to take um, education and really understand it from uh, a chemical standpoint all the way up to functionality. So when I start you know, talking to estheticians about the basic understanding of what do certain ingredients do in the skin, you have to get yourself to a place where you have to understand that I need to take education that's not based off of a product, right? And I think that's where our industry really gets stuck because a lot of us will specifically go to a trade show where trade shows are really product specific, right? There's very too few trade shows that will offer non-product specific education um, to talk about functionality. And if you do go to a trade show, it's typically in the general session. So that's where they'll have a presenter and they're on stage and they'll talk to hundreds of people at a time. It's not based off of the brand. So I have done at trade shows, both education. I've done education on my State Brazil Wax brand, which is a product focused education. And then I've been on the grand stage where I could not speak about my product. I literally had to go from the educational standpoint on whatever topic that I was discussing. And so I loved listening to speakers on the general session because they were non-product specific. 
It was literally education. Um, I'll never forget listening to Dr. Rebecca Gadbury and her education was just absolutely fascinating to me. Um, the one that I, one of them that I listened to was on microbiology and she was, you know, breaking it down very simple. And I love people that can break it down really simple. And she was talking about, you know, understanding, you know, your microbiome, which is in your skin. If you were in a hotel room and you stayed there, um, the first 10 or 15 minutes, you would be presented with the cells from the person that was in there before you. But if you stay in that room for at least three to six hours, your entire cells will take over the room now. So she was just absolutely fascinating talking about skin histology, the microbiome, understanding um, the cellular turnover and that skin and, and all of the things, you know, what dust is and all of that stuff. Like she really broke it down. I love speaking to speaking with her and I love listening to her speak because she speaks on such a level that really has nothing to do with products, right? And so um, her and Michael Puglis did a class um, specifically on ingredients, which was a phenomenal class. Um, I actually took it. It was at the San Jose show. I was presenting there, but they did um, um, educational only track, which is not product based. And I took it and it was both of them. And I literally had an amazing time. Angela Green and I both went and we became students again, really understanding the ingredients, the truths, the myths, why certain ingredients are used, what are emulsifiers, what are different types of ingredients and what their function is in each product. So I love to encourage people, especially in the beauty industry, to really understand the education is not based off of a product line. And I don't think that we talk about this subject enough because we are so stuck into product-based education. When you understand that product-based education is going to really give you a narrow scope of view, it's going to really skew you because that specific brand is going to train on what they want you to use the product for and its function versus taking broader or non-product-based education is really going to get you down to the three simple ones, ingredients, functionality, and purpose. So what is the purpose of these ingredients um, and why they're used in certain products? What's the functionality once it touches the skin? What does it actually do? And then what ingredients and what ingredients gel together and what, and then all three together. So a certain ingredient is going to do this, it's, this is the function, and this is the purpose of why they use it in, in certain products. Like once you get to that level, it becomes very fascinating because you really start to realize that our industry typically uses the same ingredients over and over and over again. Now they may be using it in a different function, but most products have really the main ingredients are really the same. There's not that much variety when it comes to differentials. Um, you know, there's definitely different derivatives of vitamin C. There's definitely different derivatives of different vitamins and functionality. And But for the most part, most brands pretty much use the same thing. So when I really started understanding that the more educated I got, the more I could command my income to be based off of the knowledge that I had, it really allowed me to really, again, set myself apart from what everybody else was doing. I really was the only one that I knew of as an esthetician that could have my clients bring in their products. And I could literally tell them exactly what they were using on their skin and why they were not getting the results they were getting. Um, I could explain to them that what they purchased over the counter was pretty much water. 
Um, it was pretty 80, 70, 75, 80% water um, and very little actives in it. And the purpose for that is because most over-the-counter products have to have a very long shelf life. Um, if it's manufactured in 2020, it needs to be able to sit in that bottle until 2023 when it may be sold. And then it may sit in a bathroom somewhere for another nine, 10, 11 months. So I really started to understand what emulsifiers were and what emulsifiers do, plant-based emulsifiers, um, you know, the differences between petrolatum and petroleum, which is a very fascinating kind of uh, uh, rabbit hole to go down as well. But when you start really understanding the differences in um, what it is that you're trying to get your client to understand, you're going to have a very different conversation. My conversations really came from an educational point, but really explaining to them what they physically had in their hand. So I could go backwards. Our goal is to slow down signs of aging. Our goal is to make sure your skin feels and, and looks like every time you see me, we it, make that a longer. So instead of you going home after your facial treatment and washing all that work off, we're going to give you the same products and ingredients that you be used in the facial so that you could have that same result be prolonged. So instead of it being washed off that night, we could probably prolong those same effects and it could look the same for maybe up to a week. The way we're going to do that is we're going to do A, B, and C. So when I was looking at those products and I was telling them, you know, your products are not going to give you these results because you're not these don't have it in them. So what I'm using to slow down signs of aging are A, B, and C. You don't have any A, B, or C in any of the products that you've brought into me. So instead of us slowing down your signs of aging, we're actually speeding it up because we're not doing the things that we should be doing. We're not protecting the skin. We're not hydrating the skin and we're not repairing the skin. So those are the things that we need to kind of get on board so that when I do your facial and you leave me and you love the way you look, we're going to prolong that result longer by now using the same ingredients that I used in this treatment. So when I really started talking in that way, my sales increased because people understood it from a very basic point. They never wanted to wash off the results because of the products they were using at home, but those same products I was able to talk to them about because it was in their hand. So I could literally turn the bottle around and say, see, this is how I know majority of it's water. The first, if the first five ingredients on this bottle says aqua or water in any of them, majority of it's going to be water. Down at the bottom is where a lot of your actives are, but it's a very small percentage. If this was a really active ingredient, then it would be in that top five. And I literally would turn over every single bottle that they brought and say, so this, that we're going to put it in two piles. We have an active pile and we have a water pile. And then I would separate it. And majority of those products were in the aqua pile, which means they were really just putting on different forms of water on their face. And I was really able to break it down to the point where I, I really made it very, very simple. If you're going to spend all this money with me, you're spending $250 with me to go home and use water on your face day and night until you see me next month. What kind of results are you, do you think you're going to have by doing that? And it really allowed them to have that simple understanding from a really completely different point of view. It wasn't me selling. It was literally a conversation. But that conversation came from me understanding how to read a label, understanding functionality of the ingredients and exactly what certain ingredients do in the skin, right? And when you talk about 
different product lines that are really over the counter, meaning it's not coming through a manufacturer where you know exactly what they're going to be doing, whether it's a for, for you know, medical purposes or for estheticians, that's going to be a big difference between the ones that you're going to find at Sephora or you're going to find at a CVS or Walgreens or Walmart, right? Um, when I started my brand, when I opened up my first um, skincare clinic, it was DDF. And I love DDF. DDF was so active, like it was so active. But when they were trying to um, be bought out by a major company, they had to remove those actives from their ingredients so that the shelf life could be longer. Like this was the first time I was really introduced to understanding how you went from a professional line, right, for spas, salons, and estheticians to a retail line. So I really started understanding exactly what that looked like. So the additives were removed. They were lessened. They were cut completely down to barely anything. And then that's where the emulsifiers come in and the preservatives come in so that it could preserve that specific product so it would have a longer shelf life. So when you started removing those additives and you remove those actives, then that means the product is less effective, right? So now it becomes how long can we keep this product on the shelf? And now we can make it cheaper because all of those active products are very expensive. Those active ingredients are really expensive. So if we're removing those or we're putting less in, then that's gonna bring the cost down. So that means it's gonna be a little bit more affordable. So then now we can make it in mass and now it's gonna have a longer shelf life. So like I really started understanding that from an ingredient point of view. So when I started understanding that that was what was happening with this brand, then I had to let that go and then move on to another line that was going to give me those additives and actives in order for me to have the exact thing that I was speaking to each and every client about actually be present in the product. So, you know, I love to talk education and I love to explain why it's important to get educated, but I have, you know, a lot of people don't know exactly where to go for education, right? There are some trade shows that are non-product specific, right? You have to really look at the catalog. You got to look at their, uh, whatever they have online and see what non-product based education they're going to be offering. Most of the time you would see a lot of them on modalities or manipulations, which is, you know, really um, specific to whatever they're trying to use. When you start talking about machines, you know, the function of the machine can be enhanced by certain products. Most of the time I'm not looking for products. I need to understand the functionality, but you have to go searching for it. And we have to get out of the understanding that even if we do product-based education, you're going to get a little bit of education. But if you want to really understand exactly what you have your hands on, you're going to have to start with ingredients. Then you're going to have to start with machines and then manipulation and what the functions of those machines do. And then what do they do with certain ingredients, right? The reason I love microcurrent is because microcurrent can manipulate a lot of things in the skin, but you have to understand what it's attracted to and what it's not attracted to. It's not about the ingredients. It's really about understanding this is a, this is a um, manipulation that I'm doing into the skin. But if I use certain peptides or if I use certain additives, um, what is it going to do? How is that microcurrent going to affect it? And then how is it going to benefit the skin itself? So I really love to um, talk in this way because a lot of people in our industry cannot talk in this way 
because they are so stuck in the product specific zone. Um, I think what helped me the most in my business was really understanding the bigger picture when it came to ingredients and function. So if I was really going to be working on, you know, hyperpigmentation, then I needed to understand the intrinsic and extrinsic. Intrinsic means the internal, extrinsic is the external. What can I affect? What can I really change in hyperpigmentation by doing things topically? And then what it products do I need to use to manipulate those melanocytes and understanding what I'm going to affect and actually balance out that hyperpigmentation. So, you know, when you start talking about a skin condition, you can't attach it to a protocol and you can't attach it to a brand. You have to attach it to an ingredient. So what do these specific ingredients do in the skin in order for us to achieve this type of result, right? Then from there, you can go and work in reverse and say, okay, well, this product line will give me these ingredients and here's what I can do in the skin. And this is the expected results that I have. All of that comes from education. It doesn't come from learning about a product, right? And I think when we start taking that point of view and we start understanding that point of view is really what's important and really what's missing from our... um, from our mindset, that's what's missing from our really our educational background. We miss that part. We're great at understanding what the product can do once we learn what it can do, but we don't take the opposite effect where we turn that bottle around and then we understand every ingredient in that specific product and how it functions in the skin. And I think we miss that because we're so focused on how it smells and how it feels versus how does it function in the skin right? That's why a lot of us rely on protocols when, if you understand your, your, your protocol, there's no protocol really is really based on what's presented to you at that moment. So whatever client is in your treatment room on, on your treatment table, and you're doing a skin analysis, it's really coming down to what is presented to me right now. Is the skin dehydrated? Have they been wearing proper sun protection? What treatments are they doing at home on a daily basis? What treatments are they not doing at home on a daily basis? Are they using the appropriate product for their skin type and or condition? Because if they're not, then you you, you have a bigger battle than just giving that person a facial treatment. And I think that's the important part that we also have to keep in mind. You know, the more you become educated, the less you're protocol driven. I'm not protocol driven at all. I don't, I've, and to be honest, I've never really been protocol driven. I love doing skin analysis. I love understanding what's happening in the skin. And I love being able to treat what is happening in the skin right now. That is not under a protocol. And I do see a lot of estheticians, you know, well, this is my favorite treatment. And I'm thinking, how is that your favorite treatment when every single person that comes into your treatment room is different? Everybody has a different condition. Everybody has a different need. So how can that be your favorite treatment when that treatment name may not be for everyone? And I can definitely tell when someone says that this is my favorite treatment, because then I'm like, you really don't have a true understanding of ingredients and understanding of skin and skin condition, because you doing a treatment shouldn't be based off of the protocol for the product line, right? It should be understanding what's presented to you and what that skin actually needs, which takes me to service menus. No one's going to tell me what they're going to get. I have to go based off of what is presented. So now I'm going to basically charge off the time. So how much time do you have to spend with me to correct 
whatever I need to correct or help whatever I need to, I need to help. Um, that's why when I did master classes, I really broke it down and said, okay, what's your number one pro- uh, treatment or facial? Can we break this up by time? So if someone wants that, can they still get it? Even if you offer it for 30 minutes or 60 minutes or 90 minutes. Now, can you customize that number one requested service? And can you make that now your only service? And you should see the people, they would always have their eyes big, like, wait, what? I only have one? Yeah, because now it's about time. Because now you're customizing it. Because you may have a client, they see you and they've been with you for years. You see them 12 times a year. But I can guarantee you every time they see you, if you do a proper skin analysis, their skin is changing. The needs change. So how can you then tell me that this is your favorite treatment when you're not really understanding that you're trying to be product and protocol based? And I'm saying, what is presented to you? Can you treat the skin that's presented to you right now? And getting people to get out of that mindset of understanding. And then when they do understand it, they're like, wow, now I'm really customizing, huh? Yeah. Now you're really starting to do skin therapy. You're not doing it based off of a protocol or a product line. You're actually understanding this is what the skin needs. These are ingredients that are going to help. Then I'm going to do this in this way. Now I can manipulate them. I can use them. I can do a massage with them. I can use a modality. I can microcurrent. I can, you know, ultrasonic, whatever I need to do. I can do that to manipulate the ingredients, but the ingredients are going to address exactly what is happening in the skin. And I think when we start understanding the bigger picture of kind of moving to the point where you are understanding that it's important to move and change and morph as an esthetician, the longer you're in the industry, because now I'm going to go and do things that not everybody's going to do. But the reason I'm doing them is because I took the time to take education classes based off of the three functionality ingredients. And what was the other one I said? I can't remember. Uh, function of the skin or a function of the ingredients in the skin, the ingredients themselves. And then what do they actually do? What is, what does those ingredients do in the skin? So when you start looking at your business and what you offer and you as an esthetician offering these different types of treatments in this way, it changes how you look at your business now. It changes. It really will change because you're no longer using a protocol. You're no longer having all these different options for people when typically if you really want to earn more income specifically based off of your education, not only are you going to charge by time, but you're going to customize their treatment every time they see you. So it's going to be a different treatment because you're addressing the skin in the moment it's presented to you. Not every esthetician is going to be able to do that. And even to this day, and like I said, I will have 20 years next year. Even to this day, there are very few estheticians who do skin therapy like that. But the ones who do are booked out consistently because it's beyond a product line. It's beyond a product brand. Now we're starting to actually look at the skin itself. And when you start looking at it from that vantage point, then it changes what products you're going to choose. It's going to change who you partner with, with your brands as well, because you're going to be very ingredient driven. The function of this ingredient is going to do A, B, and C. So either I need to have more of that ingredient or I need to have less of that ingredient, but I'm still looking for that specific ingredient. When you start looking at 
ingredients and products in that way, it definitely changes the way you look at it even more because most people will not talk about products in that way. Even us as estheticians, we still get excited when something smells good or it feels good, regardless of understanding the function of it or even what's in it. If it smells good to us, if it feels good to us, we want it. And so when you start understanding that just because it smells good and feels good does not mean that it's actually meant for the skin, then you really start understanding why it's important to understand ingredients. And again, that's where the education comes in. And the education has to go beyond a product line. And there's educational classes out there that are like that. You just have to figure out where they are close to you in your vicinity. And then how often do you take these different types of classes? How often do you understand different modalities and manipulations of the skin? Because you can manipulate a lot in the skin. You just got to figure out what ingredients can be manipulated in the skin. You know, I love when I talk to, um, I actually still have it on my YouTube channel. It's called Skin, what is it called? Um, Skincare 101, which is a quiz that I did to estheticians. And I just randomly asked them like 20 or 25 questions. And my favorite one that people just always get wrong. I'm always like, what's the function of a mask? And most people are like, oh, you know, just to absorb. And I'm like, yeah, no. No, that's not the function of a mask. And then I'll go, well, what's the function of serums? And they're like, oh, well, serums are the most active and they have the most, you know, potent ingredients. Okay, so then why do we put serums under masks then? And then people are like, oh. And I say, when you understand the functions of a facial and the reasons we do them in the order that we do them, and you understand the function of each and everything that we do, then it starts to make sense, right? So, you know, I would definitely encourage you if you ever have time, I will link it into this podcast as well, the link to that specific um, video. But um, you have to really understand that, you know, we have to get out of thinking we're getting educated when we are partnering with the brand. Yes, that education is definitely important and definitely needed. But what's even more important is the product, is the ingredient education, the functional education, manipulation with machines and or different modalities is what's more important because that's broad. We're going to take, we're going to go a step above a specific product line. We're going to go above it and really understand. Because here's the thing, if you understand basic under, uh, education, which we got in school, our education in beauty school was not product specific. Your Milady's book did not educate you off of a product line. And that's why I like to bring that up because a lot of people are like, but no, no, you know, no, you could have learned and they probably had product theory, which whatever brand you were using in your school at that time, but your basic education was non-product specific. So if you understand that, then it shouldn't be hard for you to continue the non-product education, right? What we do is we get caught up in that product line and their education, which I'm saying, I'm not saying is wrong. I'm not even disagreeing. I'm not saying that that's wrong. What I'm saying is, is that if we understand our basic education that we were introduced to in beauty school, it was not product specific. It was general education. It was education based off of everything. We talked about skin histology. We talked about the function of different ingredients. We talked about manipulating the skin. We talked about modalities. All of those things you can still learn about. 
you can still get that type of education. Because the minute you keep in, stay in product specific lane, you're, you're really not understanding. You're only understanding what that brand is really presenting to you. And that's one thing that I even like when I'm teaching on my brand is, is giving a little bit of basic education. You know, why do we use certain ingredients in the skin? Do you understand that this ingredient is the reason why we have this result? And so when I teach that way, a lot of people are very fascinated because I'm not, I can definitely teach on the brand all day, but I also want you to understand the function of this ingredient. And that's why I love to talk about, you know, people who are so into doing vajayshals and copying people on social media. What is the purpose and function of what you're doing? I don't agree with it, but I don't agree with it because function wise, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary for you to steam the vaginal area. There's no function of that steam or extra water that you're applying to the skin in that area, especially if you understand it's already sweaty anyway. So you adding more water isn't going to do anything. And then if you have a product in between the steam and the skin, now you're watering down that product because you're depositing now water onto that product. I'm pretty sure it's more potent without water. So again, the function of what you're doing, it's, there's no necessary, it's not necessary. So when I really start speaking about the educational come, I really love to come from the functionality of it. What's the purpose of it? What does it do in the skin and what results does it yield? So if it results in this, then how do I think doing this is going to get me that? And that's the questions that a lot of us don't really want to answer because again, it goes beyond a product. Now you got to think of the ingredient. Okay, let me remember, is that fat soluble or is that water soluble? Is that an F or is that a beta? Is that, um, you know, that's when we start really trying to remember what we're doing back when we started understanding the bigger picture of ingredients. That comes with basic education. And here's the thing, we had it. I had 600 hours of basic education. I would go to the Dermalogica Institute to get additional education, but that was based off of Dermalogica, or I should say the Dermal Institute. That was based off of Dermalogica products. That was not based off of basic functionality, ingredients, and all of those stuff that we're talking about now. We had it. But for some reason, after we get our license, we feel we don't need it anymore, and you need it even more. Because there are so many different brands that are at your fingertips. And of course, they're going to give you the education to buy and sell and buy and sell and buy and sell what they're presenting to you. But at some point, you got to understand the basic core education and the core understanding of what it is you're really trying to do at the end of the day. If this is the goal with this client, now we got to work backwards and say, how do we get to this goal? And are they doing the things at home to help get to this goal? I'm only going to see them 12 times a year. So in those 12 times, I'm going to have to make it so super special and so super, super specific. But they're going to have 30 times 12 because they're going to be applying this every day. So now I even need to make sure that their products that they're using even more is more important because that's what's going to be coming into their con- the skin contact way more than I am with my little 12 over here. 
That's why it's important to understand not only the ingredients in the home care and the ingredients in your back bar, but what is the function? What are they going to do in the skin? Especially when it's being applied every day. Like you really got to start breaking it down to very simple understanding because we miss that. We will do things and we will do, you know, we'll talk to the client and the client will say that this is what they're expecting to have change or be different. But then we don't break down the real truth and say, this is only going to change when you do it every day at home. We'll have a very, very, very small amount of change, but the most of the change will happen when you decide to do it every day at home, when you're actually applying it to the skin every single day. I'm not with you when you're at home. You only see me once a month. So either the once a month is over here or the 30 applications that you're going to be doing at home. So which one do you think is going to be a little bit more effective? The one or the 30? And of course they say the 30, but I broke it down to that way, right? Not only that, then I have the products for them to use as well. Because I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm very honest on that. You know, there's a lot of you guys who feel that you can give results to people without home care. And I, I quite just really, I don't, I've never understood that. Well, I can't afford retail. Well, then I'm sorry, you don't really have a business, to be honest. You're, you're not doing your due diligence because the application of that ingredient every day is what the change is going to happen. It won't happen with you once a month. But we get so caught up into believing that I can help them, but they really have to have help themselves. They have to do it every day. That's the only place that you're going to see change. It doesn't happen with you once a month. It just doesn't. So those of you guys who are on my podcast, thank you guys so much. We're on our 18th episode. You can always join me in our masterclass as well. We are up to our sixth masterclass, which I'm so excited for. Um, you have access to all my masterclasses. I do two new masterclasses every single month, and that's just $25 to join. It's a monthly fee, and you get access to all of those masterclasses as well. So I will see you guys next time. Thank you guys so much.